this is Dr. Megan MD, Life Through My Eyes, coming to you with an episode called My Mom Accused Me of Being a Liar When I Told Her That My Dad Molested Me, Even Though She Knew The Whole Time That He Did It. Yep, that's right. So this piggybacks off of the My Dad's the Neighborhood Pedophile episode it sounds funny but it's I mean it's not funny I mean I just I'm just can't believe I have to make a podcast with this type of you know titles ridiculous but anyway um yeah so I go all my life just not really saying anything because they've intimidated me to not say anything uh and plus they my voice my voice was stolen so um that's the subtitle on this Never let anybody steal your voice. So, I mean, I got accustomed to people stealing my voice and allowing them to because my parents did it. <laughs> they they did it my whole life. And so, uh, very disrespectful in my eyes. I, you know, so if anybody tries to over talk me or try to act like they're gonna steal my voice they definitely are met with resistance for me um but what I'm saying is that um my mom you know having her own voice stolen from my dad she tried to she was used as like a guard dog I guess from my dad to steal my voice so that I won't ever say it out loud that he molested me and so for years my mom would always say oh I can't tell you everything your dad's done I don't want you to hate him and I'm like I'm like he didn't done everything you know everything that she knew that he did you know so she she thought that I didn't remember that he molested me so when I come to talk to her as an adult, see this, when I talked to her, I just got out of med school. I was graduating, I guess, and from med school and pretty much like I'm failing the, you know, my, my licensing exam at the time. And I'm like, it's because I had covered up my molestation with just keeping busy school and, and just the goal of being a doctor at a young age, just, and, um, why, why was I failing it? Well, you know, the, the episode of the witchcraft, (laughs) the person who put witchcraft on my sister definitely did it to me too. But, um, in addition to that, you know, um, all those memories were coming up, you know, suddenly while I have to take the exam, like, you know, (laughs) Uh, memories of my dad molesting me and a sibling of mine. Uh, and um, then, you know, and even just the memories of him, me catching him doing it to other kids too, while I'm a little kid. And so, and all the intimidation, all the physical abuse, emotional, psychological abuse that he used to intimidate me and other people in the house, including my mom, to just shut up. So, when I finally talked to her, see, I guess like she tried to play dumb the whole time, you know, but she always acted like she was mentally disturbed every day. So, uh, 
you know, she was taught to, I guess in her own family, you know, she was, she was always written off. She didn't have a voice. So she did her own kids that way. And she married someone who did her that way, my dad. And so, and he's my biological father, by the way, who did this to his own child, um, his own children, by the way, this isn't, wasn't just me, but, um, and other kids in the neighborhood, but you know, it, it, my dad was raped by his bisexual stepdad and maybe that spirit transferred over to him because now also was my dad cheating on my mom with women and children, but also men too. And, uh, you know, he just was out of control, you know, with his sexual escapades, you know? Um, so he's violating everybody. And, um, she just sitting there and I'm thinking like, dang, she, do she not see what's going on? Does she, she just, you know, what's going on? You know, why is she acting like she don't know what's, you know, well, she knew the whole time. So just when I approached her about it, she just was more like, you lying. You're, you know, like I'm lying on my dad. Like I'm a grown woman. That's a doctor. I don't need to lie on him. Like I, I don't, I, I don't even live in y'all state. I don't need to lie. Like y'all don't, you know, (laughs) and the way y'all trying to be nice to me right now. And, you know, I'm saying even my dad, I was, even my dad was paying my car insurance. Like it, you know, really it would work against me to to say it, you know, (laughs) you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm just saying, you know, like, um, I'm just, I'm like, I, I have nothing to gain from saying this. So why, why am I a liar? Like she just kept messing with me mentally. And I'm like, what's going on? So my dad was being super extra nice when I spoke up and she started being, I want to say like, she was acting like, uh, the word that she called me when I told her a female dog. So Somehow I started becoming all kind of female dogs and she said the word to me. She calling me out my name, disrespecting me. The worst she's ever disrespected me in my whole like I ain't never I mean, she didn't got physically abused. Like I'm ruining her life, right? And so by the way, she separated from my dad. But he still got that much control that he could tell her, hey, no, like she try. I guess she's trying to protect herself because she knows she looking crazy and, 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 you know, and, and then she's trying to still, you know, obviously protect my dad because in her, in her words, she said, well, I'm still married to your dad. That's still my husband. So, okay. So whatever, you know, um, <laughs> so anyway, you know, look, they stole my voice. Don't don't let anyone steal your voice. They they would always try to dictate what should I say? Should I, you know, they always try to make sure I don't speak up for nothing. I don't stand up for myself. If I'm getting wronged, because nine times out of ten, they were the one wronging me. Uh, <laughs> they pretty much were like, don't say nothing. Don't. I mean, they just. 
that's just the culture of the whole family. You know, like I said in the previous podcast, um, you know, they even have my sister treating me in that way. Like, you know, that's why we didn't really have a good relationship growing up at first, you know, at all, really. Um, just the bullying, intimidating. And um, I just was like, no, you know, <laughs> you can't control me or what I say and, and, and what I should stand up for. Like, um, yeah, no. So basically, even in my household, you know, pretty much it was the culture of even if you don't agree with my dad on anything, you're considered the crazy one. You're considered the outcast. You nobody should talk to you like and I mean, and because everybody's so intimidated by him, then they they, they all treat me that way. Because, because he's the leader, he's supposed to, you know, <laughs> anyway, look, the point is, don't, don't let anybody steal your voice, uh, and, you know, I'm going to get into another podcast, uh, you know, next week about, you know, women and their toxic submission. Because that's exactly what my mom had, toxic submission. So a lot of women, you know, we're modern, we're feminist, whatever, you know, a lot of, a lot of women in America, that's just their, you know, we don't want to already listen to nobody, especially a guy telling us what to do or whatever that, um, so that's a problem right there, you know, because the thing is that really marriage was supposed to commit to each other. So if the woman's like, hey, stop DMing these, these thoughts in your, <laughs> in your Instagram, he's supposed to stop. He's supposed to submit to her. Same for her. She's supposed to submit to him. But I'm saying, so it, it really, the, the word says we're equally supposed to submit to each other because we're one. But that, you know, I ain't even going to get into that. <laughs> I got enough marriage books about that anyway. But this is the toxic submission where she felt like, she can't say anything, even if he's molesting his own kids, because guess what? He, he's the man he he's, and he twists a word to her because he does have like Bible study at his home every week, by the way, um, where she just, she just letting it happen. And she's too scared to say anything. Then he's threatened to kill her if she leaves. So she's scared to leave, but I feel like this dude ain't killing you now. Like, you know, why, why you still, you know, you were separated from him now, like, and you didn't got away and you still, you know, you didn't, I felt like she betrayed me, but guess what? I forgive her too. I forgave my dad. And, and now the hardest one to forgive was my mom because anybody who knows me, my mom, she would be all in my face everywhere, very much part of my life during my journey, during medical school, at least. Like, she, you know, she tried to be a big part of my life, but when it comes to that, you got my dad's back. When it comes to my dad molesting me and to me speaking up, you so hung up on not being embarrassed. Or you're so hung up on taking up for him or taking orders from my dad that you 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 betray me in the process. And guess what? As of last month, 
I just said, look, mom, cut the crap. I know you knew. Like, I'm just, I'm tired of you. Because she, she did this for like five years to me, by the way. She tried to act like I'm lying on them. Try to, you know, like I'm causing confusion with the family. Like, I'm just a troublemaker. But they're, they're the troublemakers, including her. Um, I mean, I even felt like... Like it, it, I felt like, dang, you know, it was very hurtful. <sighs> but I forgive both of them. So don't let anyone steal your voice. Speak up if something's wrong. I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. Speak up. Stand up for what's right. And that's what I'm doing. And um, again, I want to just say, I don't know all the kids my dad molested, but I... I don't even know where my parents stayed before I was born, but the address that I was at in the neighborhood I was at, it was 7625 Bedwood Drive, Fort Worth, Texas, 76112. The young lady next door, your last names were the Connors. So, if you guys want to share this, do it. Anybody my dad has violated, I don't know. You know, 